Hi there, this is Cyril Larkin. Now don't touch that mouse, because Rebecca's got some great stuff coming up on Love That Voiceover. And speaking as the President of the United States, I hope you're listening to lovely Rebecca hosting Love That Voiceover. I know I am. (laughs) I cracked myself up. You are listening to Love That Voiceover. Brought to you by the talented voiceover artist, Rebecca Michaels-Haw, also known as Love That Rebecca. Love That Voiceover brings you full-length interviews, sometimes love bites, little quickies, always the fresh perspective of personalities inside the industry about the art and artistry behind the mic. Hello, all you beautiful, lovely, fantastic, creative, inventive, improvisational people listening. (laughs) This is Rebecca Michaels-Hall, aka Love That Rebecca, voiceover talent and your host for Love That Voiceover. And with me today is one of my besties in social media. Seriously, Sira Larkin. Hey, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) Sira Larkin, um, let me just give you a brief bio about you and then we'll we'll get started. But I want everybody to know how fabulous you are. (laughs) Seriously. um, Your check's in the mail, honey. No, no, no. I don't want. First of all, you know, I chat with a lot of people and I try to get to know people really well as much as I can with the time that everybody has, which is always limited. But Sierra and I just hit it off. And so I really Mm -hmm. consider her one of the people like if I saw her, I would immediately without question run up and hug her (laughs) type of thing. And um, listen, everybody, Sierra has been one of the premier voiceover talents in the country since 1989, 1986. I'm not sure which yeah. it is, but about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Right? right, right. Oh, yeah. And uh, and she has played the role of U.S. President Bosworth in Call of Duty Black Ops 2, as everybody knows if they listened about six months ago or in November 2012 when I, uh, when I, when I had you on and we announced that. Yeah. For the uh, intranets. Yeah, intranets. <laughs> and Very exciting. Intranets. <laughs> <laughs> and that's by Activision Treyarch. And you've also had many, many TV and radio ads, websites you're on, other games, of course, nationally syndicated dramas, industrial films and documentaries, cartoons, podcasts, PBS children's specials. That sounds really cool. <laughs> and, you know, and some basic stuff like e-learning, CDs or DVDs and mm-hmm. You even have had your voice in airports. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas for um, You were also, there you go, DFW. Yeah. And um, she's also a full-time SAG after AEA actor. So AEA is stage, isn't that's, it? Yeah, that's equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has voice, stage, comedy improv, as well as performance capture, which is one of your new specialties, yeah. isn't it? Oh. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. And favorite. She's also... Oh, really? Oh, loved it. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Um, she's also a veteran Chicago stage. I say it, Chicago stage. Chicago. I feel like I'm Chicago. <laughs> Some people stage say Chicago, but I think that's the South Side. We, I grew up with Chicago, so that's... <laughs> Chicago, yeah. It reminds me of my uh, father's side of the family from the Ohio area. Chicago. Chicago. That's how they always said it. <laughs> yeah. They kind of talk that way up in, up in Michigan, Detroit, too, so it kind of spills over there, so... Yeah, mm. exactly. 
Some of the brand names that Sierra has voiced for are CNBC, Marriott, AAA, Tyco, Lufthansa, Lennox, PBS, CVS Pharmacy, Pizza Hut, Fox Networks, Tylenol, Hallmark, Activision, The Home Depot, and many more. She's also the voice of the China Metro Railway, the largest transportation system in the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know. Now, <laughs> also, she is the the best, as far as I'm concerned, Hillary Clinton voice impersonator. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll have a little bit of that more later. Yeah. Um, she is also represented by Idiom Worldwide out of Los Angeles in New York by Voice Talent Productions and a few others. You can learn more about Sierra at her website. At SierraLarkin.com. Sierra is C-I-R-A, Larkin, L-A-R-K-I-N. The business is taken care of. And now let's get into the, <laughs> let's chat. Let's chat. Wow, that was a, quite the intro. Well, you Ooh. know, you are quite the voiceover talent. Oh. And um, I just wanted everybody to really understand what kind of background um, you have created for mm. yourself. Is there anything I missed that you'd like to mention? Wow. You know, I think you covered pretty much everything. If I, I'll let you know if you did. <laughs> but I do. I just want to, you know, before you start, I want to tell you how much I appreciate what you do for the voiceover industry as well. Your uh, your shows are, are wildly entertaining and informative, and I just appreciate the, your contribution. Well, I don't know if they're always wildly entertaining, oh. but we, we try to keep it going. Right? <laughs> and thank you. Thank you very, very much. I don't always get to meet people in person, and this is my way of, of really being able to have some personal conversations and interactions. And the beauty of it is that uh, it gets shared. Yeah. And that's really cool, too. And you throw and, and your personality it into it. I think that's where the entertainment comes in, because, you know, <laughs> you're not just a, you know... Like a talking I'm, head. That was my hands, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> As we bash our microphones getting, around the room. I was getting I know. <laughs> yeah, I was getting like, oh, she's talking about me. See, I'm used to being the person that we don't talk about. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, listen. Um, just as a reminder, we did have Sierra as a guest back in November 2012 when she was first letting the world know about her thrilling joy announcing her role in Call of Duty Black Ops. And so we're here, really, because I didn't get to have the full-length, in-depth interview with Sierra, and that's why I wanted to have her back so we can all get to know her up close and personal. And you guys, you know, Sierra is really F-U-N, fun. Oh, no pressure. (laughs) Um, No, 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 no pressure, no pressure, (laughs) just fun. So let's let's get back in time. How do you go back in time? What's the right... Let's let's kind of scary get back in time. That was like Twilight Zone back in time. Like maybe the back in time that you lived. Maybe it's not. (laughs) Or maybe it isn't. Yeah, I wanted to go back. Is there is there a way to relive the moment when you made your first Hillary Clinton impression? Can you walk us through that maybe? To be quite honest with you, I can't remember. I just know that there was a guy in England. Ooh, I would think about seven years ago who um, said, hey, we're doing this kind of parody. Um, and could, could you do you think you could scare up this this accent? And I said, yeah, because I'm she's from my neck of the woods. And so that yeah. was the easy part, you know, right. um, and I just said it sort of tweaked it a little bit. I listened to her. You know. This is going to take me down a, a, a 
not too far off the path here, but, you know, there's something called tonal memory, and some people have it, and it's where you can pick up uh, accents or especially if you're musically inclined. It's kind of almost right. like music. You can hear hear it, and then you can kind of do it. I mean, my friend Jim Meskimen, who is a, um, an impressionist, he's, he was in the Call of Duty um, uh, video game with me. Um, he, he's pretty, pretty famous for all those impressions that he does. Yeah, he? you've seen him. He's, uh, oh, he's just, uh, but he's got that. He can just okay. listen one time, and then boom. Anyway, uh, I basically did the same thing. I sort of listened to her, and then I just wow. kind of... Um, you know, took my my Chicago background. She's from Park Ridge, Illinois, which is like Chicago suburb. Outside, it's a suburb. Yeah. So that was so really, it was um, it was not too hard to do. I just had to kind of um, you know, get into that head, and um, that's so, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. And, I and just, it was because of a project. It wasn't like you were doing her for fun at all. Huh? No, I never even uh, never even considered it. And then that's amazing. When I did it, and then when it was successful, um, I thought, okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to ride this wave. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if she really does become president. Oh, my God. Oh, boy, my ship's come in then. (laughs) (laughs) Can you give us a little bit? Yeah, can you give us a little bit of either U.S. President Bosworth or your impression of Hillary? Oh, my gosh. Give me a script. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I'm trying to think of the line that you did in Black Ops that we took... That uh, was the opening scene and the helicopters are swirling around and you're trying to land and they're going to crash. It was something like, um, Johnson, what's the other what's the status of the other convoys? Right. And then when you and and then you did the intro for my show, which I've been using. And uh, oh, yeah. And you I hope you're listening to love that voiceover because I am and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And the, yeah. laugh is, the laugh is classic. That's awesome. Yeah, That's I told awesome. you I'd teach you the cackle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sound like a witch. You got to be in your nose. You got to go up in your nose. <laughs> I think I don't want to give this away low. too much. You know? No, no, yeah, exactly. I can't do it. You're too good. It's yours. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. During this quick break, I just wanted to ask you to go ahead and connect with me. Twitter, two ways, at Rebecca Michaels and at LoveThatVO. You can connect with me on LinkedIn by finding me as Rebecca Michaels. You can connect with me on Facebook on my Facebook page, Rebecca Michaels. My website for voiceover is LoveThatRebecca.com. And I'm also starting a voiceover improvisation workout group. So go to my website and go to the tab called Love That Improvo, Improv VO and get the information. I look forward to hearing from you in any way, shape, or form. Always. Love That VoiceOver brings you full-length interviews and sometimes love bites, little quickies. Always the fresh perspective of personalities inside the industry about the art and artistry behind the mic. This show is a dream come true for me, and I offer you my gratitude, my deepest gratitude, Everyone, you beautiful, sexy, delectable, delicious, fun, funny people that are listening. And very, very deep gratitude also to my incredible and wonderful and talented guests who (laughs) let me spend a little quality personal time with them. Now back to the show. Okay, and we're back. All right. Well, now, so speaking of... 
comedy, improv, and acting. You have obviously been in the stage. Yeah. Tell us about your experience with acting and training and how relevant it has been for you. Oh, gosh. As far as I'm concerned, acting is paramount to being able to, to successfully do voiceover. Um, I started out as a stage actress. Um, I began doing community theater. And um, I never really took an acting class or a workshop. Everything I learned, I learned, you know, from doing community theater a long time ago. In fact, I didn't set foot on a stage until I was 26 years old. A lot of people start when they're in high school. My grades weren't good enough. (laughs) So (laughs) so I wasn't able to do the extracurriculars. My math grades were bad. I was a straight D student in math, and so I was never able to do it in high school. So when I got a little bit older, I thought I'd just try it and see what happened. And so I auditioned for a community theater show, and I figured, well, if I make a fool out of myself, I'll never have to see these people again, you know, but <laughs> but I'll try it and see what happens. Well, they cast me. And um, so then were from you there scared on, or were oh, I was te- you oh, yeah, I was terrified. <laughs> I was my hands are sweating just thinking about it. I mean, I'm reliving oh it. Uh, it was, what was the play? Do you remember? It was called Norman Is That You? There were five people in it, and there were two professional actors in it, which scared the living crap out of me. Wow. Um, no pressure. And um uh I played a hooker, but it was a funny show. It was a very cute, funny show. And um um I was just just over the moon that they you know put yeah. me in this thing. But that's what springboarded or was the springboard to my you know, theater, doing theater, but I never really took any, any classes or workshops. So you never did or, Meisner, you never no. studied. No, oh, wow. no, 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 no. Wow. In fact, I don't believe in the method and I'm not knocking people that use the method um, because I guess it works for some people, but I don't believe that it's necessary. I think you can okay. act without it, you know. Um, well, there was something that you said in an interview that you had last year that I picked up on. You mentioned in another interview that you thought your strength that puts you a cut above the rest is your versatility and that that versatility also helped sustain you in the business. But when you went on with the description of that, Mm -hmm. you thought that it had a lot more that, that it has more to do with interpretation and that when you look at a script, you read the direction of the voice, you know, the script, you know, there's always a bit of direction in front of the actual text that you're going to read. You choose a character. This is according to what you said then. I'd love for you to elaborate on this. You choose a character in your, you said, wacky mind's eye. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That you picture how that person would say it and then you create it. And and, and that's kind of like your your way of of describing the acting. Um, Yeah. So I would love it if we could. I, I mean, I can. Well, when you say choose a character mm-hmm. in your own, you're you're imagining a character. Are you are you mm-hmm. saying that when you read the script, yeah. that you imagine a character that that person that that script evokes for you that that's what you then become? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have to put. I have to personify it. I have to um, cart, um, compartmentalize and 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 make make it a living, breathing thing or person. Right. Or right. character, or even if it's a cartoon, it's got to be something that I absolutely have to see in my mind. Right. So, for example, with the uh, the president role that you played in the Black Ops, mm-hmm. um, is that something that you did there too? Oh, in absolutely. The same way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they told me they said, you know, now she's not Hillary, but we want her to. We want it's implied, you know, right? And, right. But 
there was once they once they planted that seed, there was no way that I could think of anything else than her. I had her, you know, I, I had her face Pegged. in my head, and uh, right, and um, and it works because she's you know been a candidate for the office, et cetera, et cetera. So it certainly on a realistic level even works. Yeah, and yeah. when you have that in your mind, then. How do you say you personify it? What 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 do you put? What is going on in your head? Can you describe that for when you then become that character? Well, I never lose myself. I mean, I always know it's me doing it. This is where I differ from the method, because like I don't you know, I because otherwise we're not playing anymore. Now we're we're schizophrenic. You know, we never want to be. <laughs> um, so I, so I'll, I'll, um, I'll go, okay, now I'm going to pretend that I'm this person. And I'm going to try to emulate as much as I can. And I don't know if does that make sense? Well, do you would you say it's more instinctual? Or is it actually technically that you think of things about the person like Hillary's lips mm-hmm. and the way she looks at from images you've had in your mind, the way she looks at people when yeah. she talks. Yeah. Do you oh, have- yeah. It's the way she looks. She's frown. I mean, like I frown whenever I do Hillary, I'm always frowning, you know, oh, she, see. Okay. she's got those little 11, it. you know, those little um, frown 11, 11s that between her eyebrows, you know, she's always right. frowning. So that right. really helps me. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of what, it, this is an interesting question because it never really occurred to me. I mean, I never really had to break it down. Um, I was curious if you could, because um, it, it, it's an interesting analogy for how other people work. And, and it's nice to share how people work, not not to to really dissect it and put you through an effort here. Mm-hmm. But um, some people it's, it's an interesting comparison and some things work for some people mm-hmm. and other things work for other people. So it's not always exactly like you said, like you said about the method, you know. Not everybody is a, a method actor, mm-hmm. you know, no, not, not, that doesn't always work for people because it's just not something that feels right in their skin. You know? Yeah, this absolutely. No, <laughs> whatever works for you. I mean, you know, me personally, I think anybody can act without using a method. But if you feel that the method is going to help you, then by all means, use it. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, but, you know, Pat Fraley breaks down and he's talking about. You know, the one that I'm referring to is he breaks down making a character for an animated character. Um, he, uh, If you have a visual of them, then you can see some characteristics physically, but he also creates their pitch, their tempo. He thinks very technically, and he does it really fast because he's so experienced. So I was wondering if you had any things like that that you, that you were more, let's say, practically um, dissecting and, and going for when you... When you look at a script and then when you decide on that character in your mind's eye. Yeah. Well, if it's not a real, per- if it's not a character that's been already been created, if it doesn't exist, then you obviously have to create one in your mind. I have something that I, this is kind of interesting because it just popped into my head. I have a condition <laughs> that I was born with. And it's very, very rare. Um, it's called synesthesia. And I saw you mentioned that on your website. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. it's a But ver- I don't. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It? What is it? Well, it is um, it's the opposite of anesthesia. And when anesthesia means you're you're dead, dead, to, your nerve endings are dead and your um, uh, emotions are dead. Um, synesthesia, I have a condition and it's a real medical thing. And very few people have this um, where l- the, the alphabet numbers, they all have colors. Um, I when I see numbers, like if I'm working a ma- on a math problem or something they all have colors 
fascinating. Um, the alphabet all has a color, and people's names all have different colors. Uh, Ooh, what's my color? Re- Rebecca is in my. For me, Rebecca is brown and red. How interesting! It's, it's I'm a, just I'm I'm the earth. You, and you, blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean that's a good or bad thing, because I mean, some people's names are black to me, but that doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. That's just right. how my 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 brain processes it. Because that's what happens is your uh, synapse, if it's the synapses, but your um, your sensory, um, like your color, your taste, your smell, it over they overlap with each other. So what happens is, like I, for example, smells. Uh, overlap with colors and everything. So in my mind, like if you say the word bingo, I automatically taste rubber. Oh, interesting. It's really interesting. And here's the thing, Rebecca, it doesn't have any bearing on your life. I mean, it's not like something where you're going to go careening off a bridge if you're driving, you know, it's like, ah, you know, you don't get this overload. But it's just something that I've always had. I've always... Well, it's kind of, yeah, it sounds like it's a... If, certainly for acting, it sounds like it's added value. It, um, it can be. I don't know if there's a real value to it, but that is what happens with me. And maybe maybe it does help me create, you know, more characters that way. Maybe it does. I'm not sh- really sure. Because for most of my life, um, up until really like three years ago when I discovered the synesthesia, I kind of thought everybody had this until I started mentioning it. And then people were looking at me like I had a, you know, a carrot grown out of the middle of my forehead, you know, <laughs> like, and I was like, then I started going, Ooh, I can't talk about this because this is weird. Um, uh, so then I, find, I, I discovered that there was a real condition called synesthesia and then I just dove into it and I just learned everything I could about it. And, um, has yeah. it been known about for very long? Has it been characterized for very long? I, um, you know what? I don't know. No, I don't mm. think so. I don't think so. But it I literally something new. I broke down in tears when I when I discovered this. Though I I was just I was racked with sobs because I was going this. Now I know what this is. They're, they oh, put a name to it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I totally but get anyway, it. But anyway, that's I don't mean to take you away from the voiceover thing. No, yeah. no, it's interesting because I think that that uh, lends to the way that you'll interpret copy in your own, and it's pretty unique to you. And it felt like it was pretty unique when I read that last uh, snippet of an interview, and I thought, well, I have to talk to her about that. So you've given us some. You know, and who knows, maybe somebody out there has this too, Sira. So yeah. we, maybe we're helping people. Hopefully. Let's take a yeah. quick, yeah. Thanks for listening, you sexy, beautiful, adorable person. Lots of love to you. And catch my latest at lovethatvoiceover.com. Until next time, take care.